spend on something in the business that is going to bring you further efficiencies, safety, it could be a staff member, it could be training, whatever it may be. But do not ever touch any of the bank accounts and use any of those funds until you know exactly what that tax bill is going to be or you know exactly what that BAS bill is going to be. Otherwise, we just get into that cycle of just trying to catch out and we're just constantly, constantly, constantly never seem to catch up. And that's what we want to avoid. Growing a successful trades business isn't about you being the best on the tools. It's about how you profit, plan, prepare and prosper so you can create a business that supports you and your family. Welcome to Profit First for Tradies. I am your host, Katie Crismali Marshall, and this is the podcast for tradies who are ready to transform their business from a cash-eating monster to a money-making machine. Let's dive in. Okay, so today I want to talk about your GST and your tax account and what goes in them and what comes out of them and what we do if there's any money left over. So firstly, your GST account is pretty simple. You put 10% aside of every invoice that comes into your bank account into the GST account. Now, yes, 10% will be more than you need because we're not taking into account the GST that is on purchases. But to get to start with, I like to keep it nice and simple and just put 10% aside. Down the track, when I'm working with clients on a more advanced profit first strategies, we do start to tweak that a little bit and make it a little bit more fine-tuned. But to start with, 10% is a good, easy number to remember. At the end of every quarter, then we'll be able to pay our GST bill. Now, if you have staff, you also need to put money aside for their PAYG. So if you do have staff, what I would suggest is that every week you take that PAYG amount from the operating expenses account and we put it up into the GST account. And then that GST account becomes your BAS account because your BAS is made up of your GST and your PAYG. At the end of the quarter, when you've paid your BAS bill, so you've paid the PAYG and you've paid your GST, if you've been putting the 10% aside and you've been putting the exact amounts in there for the PAYG, you will have some surplus funds. So what my suggestion to clients is for those surplus funds is you can do a couple of things with that. You can leave it there as a bit of a buffer and start building a buffer in that account for a rainy day if something doesn't go to plan. Or you might want to move it from that GST account once you've paid it and put it aside into a rainy day fund. And then it can be out of sight, out of mind. And by doing that process, you are very easily making sure that you're paying your GST, you're paying your PAYG, and that you're building up a small buffer along the way. Now, what happens for, with most businesses that I talk to, they're constantly chasing their tail to pay their bads. They just get on top of one and then the next one's due. You may even have a payment plan. What we want to do if you do have a payment plan or you are on that kind of roller coaster of never quite getting ahead with your BAS bill is that we want to start from today. If you have a payment plan in place, that payment will still come from your operating expenses account each week or month, however you'd like to pay that. And that is because that is a debt that is owing. And what we want to do is start saving for that GST and that PAYG in your BAS account so that going forward, we can keep on track of things. Now, if you are somebody who has a ATO payment plan, then at the end of that quarter, with those extra funds that have accumulated in that BAS account, you may want to put a lump sum payment 
towards that to help reduce that payment plan down and that balance owing if that's something that bothers you. Or you may prefer to start building your buffer and you can do that also. With regards to the tax account, so keep in mind your tax account is different to your GST or your BAS account. Your tax account is the money that you put aside for the tax that your business will need to pay when it makes a profit. Now, for many, many businesses, you may not be making a profit or you may have carried over losses and there's no tax payable. If that is the case, I still suggest putting 1% into that tax account just for the process of telling your mind that you're putting money aside for tax so that when you do have to put money aside for tax, you just up the percentage. And that tax percentage will change and will, will depend on what type of business structure you are. It will depend on a whole range of things, as I mentioned. And you'll hear me talk about all the time, whenever we're talking about tax, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you speak to your tax advisor, your tax accountant, and ask them what percentage you should put away for the tax that you will need to pay on your business. And again, if you won't be paying any tax, start with 1%. If you will be paying tax, it might be 5, 10, 15, 20%. It all depends on your business. Once you know that figure, make sure you're putting that tax money aside so that when tax time comes, you've got a sufficient amount of money there. Now, if like your BAS bill, you might have an ATO payment plan with your tax, again, you can start putting money aside and using part of that to pay off that bill. But I strongly suggest that that would come from your operating expenses. And again, draw a line in the sand and say, from today onwards, my future tax bills, I'm going to have money available for, and I'm going to pay the payment plan off along the way. Now, couple of things here that I also suggest with my clients is that when you, the end of the financial year finishes, be in contact with your tax accountant, as I say, about May, April, May to have a tax planning session. So you should know roughly what that tax bill is going to look like. Now, historically, most accountants don't start doing kind of business company tax until kind of February through to May in the next financial year. So June 30 is finished. And we're not getting our tax bill for, you know, some months afterwards. And what that can do is cause a ripple effect where if it's unexpected to get a tax bill, you've got this bill that you weren't expecting, you don't have the money for. So then you've got to pay that off. And then the next one rolls around and the next one rolls around. And we just end up on this roller coaster that we can never seem to get off. So I highly, highly suggest that tax planning meeting. So you know exactly what it is. So you can put it aside. The next thing I would suggest was I would ask your accountant if your tax can be done as soon as possible after the end of the financial year. Now, some accountants won't do this because they're busy doing individual tax returns and so on and so forth, but I highly, highly suggest asking if they can squeeze you in so you know exactly what it is and you can get that done and dusted and all finished up. And if you do it that way, then you've got money aside for your tax bill. And if you know your tax bill is $10,000, for example, and you've got $12,000 in that tax account, you know you've got your 10 to pay the bill, you know what it is. You've got $2,000 extra in there. So again, you could leave it in there as a buffer. You could move it into your rainy day, your vault account, or you can choose to then use that money on something else in the business if it is going to be of a benefit. So don't just take that out and go and blow it on something that's unnecessary, but use that extra money to spend on something in the business that is going to bring you further efficiencies 
safety. It could be a staff member. It could be training, whatever it may be. But do not ever touch any of the bank accounts and use any of those funds until you know exactly what that tax bill is going to be or you know exactly what that BAS bill is going to be. Otherwise, we just get into that cycle of just trying to catch out. We're just constantly, constantly, constantly never seem to catch up. And that's what we want to avoid. So that's the GST BAS account and the tax account and what we put into them and what we do when we have more money in there than we need. Now, keep in mind at the start of this process, you generally won't have more money in there than what you need. But when you've implemented Profit First in your business and it starts to work, you will have some extra money in there if you follow the structure. And if that is the case, then again, as a reminder, we just have to make sure that we make smart decisions about any of that extra money we have. The sooner we can build up our buffers to give us that security if anything goes wrong, that is where we then start to become much calmer, more comfortable business owners because we know we have that backup. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Profit First for Tradies. If you want more, head over to profitfirstfortradies.com.au for the show notes and the links to today's free resources. And if you'd like to learn how to become a permanently profitable tradie and eliminate your cash flow problems, join us in the Profit First for Tradies Facebook group where I share tips, resources and trainings so you can save time, save money and save your sanity. You can learn more over at profitfirstfortradies.com.au. Catch you next time on the Profit First for Tradies podcast.